Let's head live to the All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg and Hans upstairs along with Jason Shepard down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone is Mitchell Jurgens. Mitchell. Yeah, Greg, I said in the pregame, uh, Jason Shepard asked me a question about what I've learned about this team uh, so far this season. And what I mentioned was that this team knows how to compete. Uh, and, and we're seeing that tonight. When adversity hits, the team knows how to regroup and, re and respond, uh, which is which is something we haven't seen in previous seasons. Uh, it's been amazing. I mean, you see that just on that last drive, the offense goes three and out, they punt, and then the special teams comes up and makes a big play. You constantly see this. BYU gets knocked down, they come back. Um, what an amazing atmosphere here. I mean, you can hear the energy of the crowd coming, coming into the fourth quarter. Uh, the momentum has clearly shifted into BYU's favor here. An amazing job at just rebounding when adversity hits. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. The big play on special teams, the punt by Ryan Rico. Smith sees it bounce in front of him. It goes over his head. He reaches instinctively and touched it. Yeah. Now it's a live ball, and in the scramble, Austin Riggs, the long snapper, makes the recovery. It sets BYU up first and 10 from the Cincinnati 15-yard line. BYU being outgained 409 to 247. BYU's being outsnapped by 37 plays. BYU's been outpossessed by 16 minutes. And BYU leads by eight and are looking for more here in quarter number four. Doesn't matter that you've been told since you were eight years old not to reach up as a punt is bouncing up over your head. You don't touch that. You don't go up for it. You let it go. And they just committed the ultimate sin on that play. Slovis in the gun. First down and ten. The handoff to Miles Davis. Davis sprints to the far sideline. Turns the corner. Ten. Five-yard line steps out. He's forced out. He gave, they gave him seven. So he's out at the eight-yard line, a second down and three. The ball's now inside the 10 as the Cougs look to go up 35-20, which is what they would be with a touchdown and a PAT as we were early in quarter number four. And when BYU gets to that 30-point plateau, you can almost put it in the books for Kalani Sitake's teams. 40-3 and three is BYU's record when scoring 30 or more, and they've won their last five at 30-plus. They can get there seconds from now. LJ Martin off the right hip. A pitch right to LJ. A throw back to Keaton. The catch made, but only for a couple of yards. <laughs> it was open. It had a nice open look. The ball was kind of hoisted up a little bit too high. Once Keaton Slovis received it, he didn't know exactly what to do with it, but you had Kingsley Suamate out there on the lead. Couldn't get the first. Third down and one. The Cougs go Temple. Tight trips left, wide receiver screen left side. The catch made by Roberts. Did he get the first down? I think so. Needed the five. He's inside the five. So first down, BYU first and goal. The Cougars inside the five-yard line. Chase is so sure-handed. Holy cow, that guy's got sticky fingers. He could catch that ball at nearly every single angle. And that one was thrown a little bit awkward, and he's able to pull it in and leans and kind of follows his blocker and leans into his blockers to get enough by an inch for that first down. Isaac Rex splits out left. Roberts and Hill to the right, along with Taase as a tight end right. Slovis in the gun, LJ Martin right hip. First and goal from the five. Sprint out right for Slovis, throws. Goal line, catch made. Was he kept out? I believe so. Oh, it's a touchdown! They call it touchdown for Chase Roberts! He caught the ball on the goal line. 
side, and the signal comes, touchdown. Jason just going to fly out the flats. You've got L.J. Martin as the lead blocker to try to shore up the pocket as Keaton Slovis is rolling out to his right. And Chase Roberts is coming from the slot position. And he's just going to gain a little bit of ground as he rolls to the flats. Under I think that's probably going to be called on the one unless they saw the tip of that football cross the plane. But from this angle, it looks like he might be out at about the half-yard line. Let's see if it holds, Greg. They'll take a look at it. Again, initially, from where he caught it to where he was brought down, I thought he was kept out, but the signal came from the official at the pylon touchdown, so he called it that. The question is, on the first thrust, when the, when the ball hits his chest, does it hit the plane? And I don't know that he got across at any point. We'll see. Tonight's attendance, by the way, is the largest in 14 years. 63,000. After review, the runner is down at the half-yard line. Yeah. It'll be second and goal. There we go. 63,834. Largest crowd since Utah drew 64-301 back in 2009. Massive gathering of people here in Provo, and they're seeing a fun one that BYU leads 28-20. Uh, they put the six on the board, take them off. It's 28-20 Cougs with 13.09 to play, but now it's a second and goal from inside the one for BYU. BYU's got to come up, just line up power. I'd love to see them just push this in with power. I, I'd like to see it right behind Paul Miley, right behind Connor Pay. Maybe get Ian Fitzgerald pitching down. Got a QB sneak it. QB sneak it. How about a tush push? And the Cougars will put Slovis under center. Two backs behind Keaton and a whistle. Did Cincy call timeout before the snap? Prior to the snap, Cincinnati called their first charge timeout. So they went eye backs behind Slovis under center. On that second and goal from inside the one. They brought everyone in tight to the formation. Threw an eye behind Keaton. And since he not having seen that formation yet. Took timeout. This with 12.47 to play in quarter. Number four. BYU's lead is 28-20. The scoreboard still shows 34-20. <laughs> but it's 28-20. They took the six off the board. At least they should have taken the six off the board. As the initial touchdown call was reversed. Too short of the line to gain. They had Ray Paulo lined up in the fullback position on that eye formation, too. Ray Paulo, big body, tight end. You know, I, I don't know if they thought that it was going to be a quarterback sneak, if they if they thought it was going to be some type of tush-push or, or what it was, but they didn't like the look that they had. It's just weird. You know, you're on the half-yard line. It's tough to stop them from here on a second down. Okay. They put Slovis back in the gun. L.J. Martin, right hip, wides to either side. Marion. Motions in from the right. The gives to LJ. LJ looking yes. for the plane. The pile is pushed. In for six. Touchdown, Cougars! Now it's 34-20 with the PAT pending. LJ with the TD. It's his second of the night. And the Cougars go up 14 with Will Farron coming on to make it 15. Oh, you're doing this old man's heart some real good. Letting that offensive line get the push. Just put it right up the middle. You don't need to throw it to the outside. Give it to LJ. And let those big boys get the push. Braden Kime pinching down and driving his feet. Connor Pay continuing to stay low and drive his feet. And then you've got Ian Fitzgerald that kind of bends around and starts to push on L.J. Martin. That's the best way to score from a half-yard line. I don't care who you are or what you say. Being able to push it right up the middle does a lot of good for that BYU offense. And that movement of bodies into the end zone is tonight's Bailey's move of the game. Brought to you by Bailey's Moving and Storage. 
We move with you every step of the way since 1952. The rig snap, the Rico hold, and the Farron kick converts the touchdown. 35-20, BYU by 15 with 12.41 to play in the fourth quarter. That's a Mountain America Credit Union touchdown. Brought to you by Mountain America. It's another $250 donated to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America. We'll take a break. Timeout here in Provo. 12.41 to go in the fourth. BYU 15-point lead, 35-20 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. James Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon, and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah Pork Producers take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. Go Team Pork! For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. And that last drive, just five plays, just 15 yards, and 219 off the clock. It ends in an L.J. Martin one-yard touchdown run for L.J. That is touchdown number two on the day and five for his BYU career. And the Cougs now lead it by a score of 35-20. to 20. Kicking off are the Cougs. Will Farron approaches, boot to ball, and we'll hammer this one into and through the end zone. It'll be a touchback. Cincinnati first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. Mentioned it a moment ago, worth repeating. In the Kalani Sitake era, when BYU scores 30 or more, their record is an almost unbeatable 40-3. and three. That's a 93% win rate, and they've won their last five games when topping 30, as they have done with 12-41 to play in the fourth quarter. And for 29 of the game's first 30 minutes, BYU had no offensive points, Hans. Yeah, and all of a sudden they come alive. They come alive with 36 seconds left in the first half by finding a little bit of separation on man press. Emory Jones takes a knee-high snap, takes his drop, and throws on a firm platform. And almost picked by Jacob Robinson, the receiver. Xavier Henderson fell down in front of Jacob. Took him just enough unawares that he wasn't able to haul it in, but Jacob was in position. Henderson went down to his knees and was actually on his knees as that ball arrived and Jacob Robinson was standing right behind him and that ball just kind of bounced off of his left arm and back up into the air. 35-20 Cougs, 12-36 to play in this most unusual football game. Emory Jones, again a low snap, takes his deep drop and he's going down for the first time tonight! It's a duo sack! Tyler Batty! Among the two in on Emory Jones, that's the first sack for either team tonight. Tyler Batty's just going to get there with a good old-fashioned power rush. He's going to line up, and he's going to press and push, and you are going to get a couple of guys that arrived, and this is actually off of a twist. He's going to come right behind Antonasa Maihe, and he's going to find that quarterback off of just a twist stunt. Batty really brought Jones down. Ma Mahe was there to help finish him off. It creates a third down and 20 back at the Cincinnati 15-yard line. Jones up top and two deep, incomplete down the near sideline. Heckard in coverage of Braden Smith. 
and Cincinnati's chances to stay in this game feel like they've evaporated. It'll be a three and out, and they'll be punting it away, and you know it'll be a steady diet of L.J. Martin for the next little bit here with 11.47 to go, and BYU leading it by two scores, 35-20. What a timely sack by Tyler Batty and Nasa Mahe. And again, that twist stunt is an age-old stunt that goes back years and years and years ago. Mahe is just going to go from uh, head up the guard and go outside towards the offensive tackle. Batty lined up outside the tackle is going to come around Mahe right off his butt and come inside, and they just use power push to get back to the quarterback for that sack. Mason Fletcher punt away. Hobbs Nyberg steps out of an ankle tackle, but the second one gets him back at the 39-yard line. First and 10 BYU. It'll be a 61 field, 61 yard field facing the Cougars. Last week in Lawrence, BYU minus three in the turnover margin. Tonight, plus two, and that makes all the difference. Wow, it's incredible. I still can't believe that they would mess around with that punt in that moment. BYU, you know, you, you could say, yeah, they've caught a couple breaks, but man, have they created their future in this game. We'll take a break, and we'll find out what the future holds in the fourth quarter with 11.35 to play, and BYU leading at 35-20 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Earlier tonight in Corvallis, number 10, Utah, falls for the first time this season. They are now 4-1 after losing to Oregon State 21-7. to Also tonight, out of the top 25, Louisiana Tech wins at UTEP 24-10, and Louisville gets the road win at NC State 13-10. Now let's get you back over to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thank you, Shep. The longer this game goes, the more likely it looks that we'll be uh, ending up at uh, Bam Bam's for some victory swatchos tonight. There's some work to be done, Hans, but it looks better. Oh, uh, Cam, keep those lights on. We've been digging ditches, and we've whipped up a hunger. Bam Bam's barbecue, perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come in and enjoy that Central Texas barbecue right here in Provo. That's Bam Bam's barbecue, authentic to the bone. He's Hans Olsen. I'm Greg Grubel, along with Jason Shepard in our All-Pro Capital broadcast booth. Mitchell Juergens down on the field, and BYU's offense back on the field. First and 10 from its own 38-yard line, and they're in the pistol with L.J. Martin. L.J. takes the handoff. Nice adjustment in the backfield, but still a loss of yardage. They got back there quickly. It's a loss of two to second and 12. Could have been a loss of three or four, but for a quick move by LJ, but still the pressure in far too quickly. Twins left and right. LJ checks out for Deion Smith. Is LJ a little, looks like a little, is he hanging an arm there? Uh, I think he might be hanging. Yep, he's, he's a little dinged. Just a bit. Went to the sideline. LJ replaced by Deion Smith. Second down 12, now back at the BYU 36. 11 minutes to play, and again, the Cougars lead now 35 to 20. No trainer attending to him, so it looks like LJ's okay. But. Slovis sprint out to his left, squares the shoulders, and fires a nice intermediate ball to the out. Keelan Marion makes the catch 14 yards downfield and moves the sticks at the 49-yard line. Well done. BYU's got him guessing. and uh, Keenan Slovis looks a little bit unorthodox and uncomfortable when he rolls out to his left. He almost throws it off his left foot and kicks his right foot back a bit but look it gets the job done he's able to find his target down the field and gets the completion in the first down clock rolls to 10 15 and rolling here in the fourth slovis gun motion man is roberts 
Roberts now wheels. Slovis goes for Roberts. Back shoulder, knocked down. Well done. It's a pass breakup. Guarding Keita, uh, guarding uh, Chase Roberts on that right boundary wheel was Greshik. Was that Greshik in coverage? That wouldn't seem. No, it had to be Deshaun Pace. Deshaun Pace in coverage and the pass break up to Pace. It'll be second down and 10 from the 49-yard line of BYU. So an interesting little toss back to Keaton Slovis. Looked like they had the time. You know, BYU's done a much better job of setting a pocket and giving Keaton Slovis some protection. Wins left and right. The hand clap by Keaton. The helmet high snap to give to Miles Davis, who runs to the right, gets upfield, drags a couple of tacklers for a gain of nine on second and ten. Give him ten and move the sticks. Miles Davis. That's the second time we've seen his speed off the edge. He was able to do it in the third quarter for a nice gain down by the goal line. And then you give it to Miles Davis, and he's, he's just showing that speed from hash off the left side of the field all the way to outside the number on right side of the field. BYU hasn't had a 100-yard rushing day but one time this year. And they're sitting at 80 now with 9.24 to play. It was an 11-yard run by Davis. Handoff Miles Middle and nothing doing. It'll be second down and 10. Oh, B, B, sorry, uh, Hans, BYU's rush totals game by game this year show them with just the, just the one century mark game, right? They had, uh, they had 100 and uh, in just the one game? Yep, it was 112 against Sam Houston. Then it was 46 against Southern Utah, 77 at Arkansas, 9 last week at Kansas, and so now they're up to 80 today. Much better effort, and Miles Davis has helped them out a little bit. It's, it's been nice to see him on the field and see that speed outside the numbers. Slovis, a pump and a go. Open is Keanu Hill, makes the catch at the far sideline and steps out at the 20-yard line. It's a 20-yard gain on second and 10. BYU moves the sticks. The clock will roll. You mentioned the pump. So Keenan Slovis takes that snap and he throws his, his throwing shoulder hard down at the ground like he's going to throw the flats. And that makes DJ Taylor... The safety pause for just a second, and that allows Keanu Hill to get himself out in that route with a little bit of separation. I love that deep, hard pump that you just threw out there uh, in, in the middle of that play, Greg. The clock stopped on the step out by Keanu Hill. There's an injured Cincinnati player down, so we are in an on-field timeout. Deshaun Pace was the injured player. Everybody's getting their cell phone lights out, and this stadium is just lighten up with cell phone lights feel like I'm at a Taylor Swift concert mm -hmm. shine you want to sing shine bright like a diamond now no but I will say that BYU did a good job of uh, you know shaking it off in the first half that was a rough <laughs> that was a rough first half for BYU on That's offense my boy. but uh, they came they, they really came uh, That's my boy. Came correct and responded well and we find BYU in the red zone now first and 10 from the 19 yard line of Cincinnati King of pop culture references. <laughs> My guy over here, Greg Rubel. Keaton Slovis in the gun. L.J. Martin off his right hip. Trips left. Single wide. Right is Hill. Motion man is Marion. A play fake. Keaton goes for the end zone. And for Hill, it's out of bounds. In the end zone. Near sideline. It'll go second down and 10 from the 19. Jordan Young in coverage of 
Keanu Hill, his numerical opposite. 35-20 BYU, 7.59 to play in quarter number four. Almost halfway through our final stanza. You know the old game, you know, they always say, if somebody had told you that blah, 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 fill in the blank, if somebody had told you BYU would be 4-1 and one through five games, would you take it, you know? <laughs> I'd take it. Before the season began, right? I'd take it, and I'd take it again, especially when you're 4 and almost almost a half and then .5 because you really did beat Kansas in that first half. High snap, Slovis, handoff Martin. LJ keeps the legs churning, runs through a tackle, and takes Bearcats along for the ride to the 10-yard line. Near another first down for BYU. It'll be third and short, third and one from the 10. Ball directly between the hashes, and BYU goes no temple. They go right to the line. Slovis under center. Will they sneak him for the first down? They will. And on a little push from LJ, I think they move the sticks. That was third and one. Not the best push, but I think enough to gain a first down. Oh, my gosh. That run right there by LJ Martin. Oh, my gosh. If I could frame that backside block. Oh, see, that's what I love. Listen, I've been harping on the backside. I want it to be sealed off. It got so sealed off that LJ Martin was actually able to run behind the backside block because they just scooped and started to run with that defensive tackle much, much better on the backside. It's made all the difference for LJ. First and goal from the nine, Slovis, shotgun. Snap goes over his head, and LJ Martin falls on it back at the 27-yard line. A loss of 18 on the play. Second and goal now coming from the 27. That was airmailed over Slovis' head. Parker Kingston, who was in on that snap, was also in earlier, so we should note that Parker, who had been cleared, has been playing tonight, just not returning kicks. Strange. That just comes off Paul Miley, the center. It comes off his hand and goes right over the top of Keaton Slovis. I, I've been watching Paul Miley for a lot of years, whether it was at this school or his previous school. And you don't see that mistake from Paul Miley. Trips to the right. Second and goal now from the 27. L.J. Martin sets up off the left hip of Slovis. A high snap. Give L.J. L.J. shakes off one tackler, but not the second and third attempts to bring L.J. down. And so not much doing there. It'll go to third down and about 20, third and goal from the 25. They say at 26. So 35-20 the lead. BYU is marching inside the 10, but a snap over the head and a huge loss on a play. Setting BYU up third down and goal from the 26 now. 5.40 to play. Eating clock. Yeah, BYU need not be in a hurry to snap this. The play clock still at 15. Never too soon to, uh, soon to, to burn clock. Got a good job of eating a lot of the clock here. What did they start this possession at? It was around 10 minutes, wasn't it? Slovis in the gun. 11.35 was when the drive started. Handoff LJ running left, and he is knocked back and knocked down. And a loss on the play. It'll be fourth and goal from the 28. And they'll bring in Will Farron for a 45-yard field goal try to make it 38-20. to 20. And as importantly as anything, making it a three-score game. Not enough time left for Cincinnati. Under five minutes to go. So looking at a 43 or 44-yarder, I think they're going to... I think I like to call this 43. We'll see what they decide to do officially. From the left hash for the right-footed kicker, Will Farron. Austin Riggs will snap. Ryan Rico will hold. There's the snap. Placement down. Kick on its way. And it is no good. 
No good. BYU got to first and goal from the nine. And so what that means is BYU's failed in the red zone for the first time this season. First empty possession this season. They were 17 for 17 in the red zone until this possession. It was first and goal from the nine. The snap over the head changed everything, and the field goal miss. And so a Cougar red zone failure for the first time keeps it a two-score game, 431 to go. Timeout on the field, so we'll take it. 35-20, BYU over Cincinnati with 431 to play. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Capital Broadcast Booth. Alongside Hans Olsen, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's favorite local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, attorneys at law, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. So now... BYU's defense has to show up. You get this first empty possession. It is still a two-possession game. You're down by 15. Cincinnati's getting good aggressive. And I do know that Cincinnati's got speed on the outside. D. Wiggins, he's got speed. Xavier Henderson, he's got speed. We saw what Shaman Mateo can do. Number seven, the big six foot five, 250-pound tight end as he bobbled a ball and was able to fall down with it in the end zone for a touchdown so don't drop your head don't think you can take your foot off the pedal you got to keep it pressed hard right now Greg Emory Jones the quarterback in the gun with Miles Montgomery he goes left flat Jones steps up and goes down minimal gain on the play maybe a yard as Isaiah Banya was in among the Cougars on the tackle you were talking about Keaton Slovis inability to complete a pass and it really feels like Emory Jones has gone that way in the second half it, it feels like he's struggled to get the ball out of his hands and find a receiver. He's two for his last seven is Jones. Bouncing on the balls of his feet. Now scrambles to the right. Takes a head first dive after a gain of five. It'll be third down and four coming up for the Bearcats. 3.53 to go. BYU's up 35-20. And the Bearcats in four down territory. Third and four at their own 33. Trips left. Single wide, short side, right side. Felt like people were moving up front as the handoff goes to Montgomery. No flags, and he only got three. It'll be fourth and one, and since he will go for it here. Fourth and one, the game on the Rolling on the field is a runner short of the line again. It's fourth down. And Isaiah Banya is down, not getting up. Kind of grabbing at his, his, his waist, and looks like they might be looking at his arm or his wrist. Yeah, they're working on his left arm right now. So Banya down seated. The clock at 323. This is the ball game for Cincinnati right here. Fourth down and one. If they don't move the sticks, that's it. And maybe it anyway. Banya's well, up 35-20. Banya's able to get up off the ground and kind of jogs off to the sideline. Uh, Mitch, I, I'm sure you got a view on him. Is, is that just a, a wrist or is that an arm? Yeah, it looked, like a, it looked like a hand or wrist. Um, I mean, it's good to see him run off, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be, it looks like he's going into the medical tent right now, so hopefully, you know, may, maybe do some x-rays, uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully he'll come out just fine. 36-yard line, fourth down and one. The Cincinnati 36. They go power, pistol. Kiner is the tailback. There's a fullback off the left, tip of Jones. The handoff, Kiner, and Kiner... 
did not get there. The ball game will belong to BYU on that stoppage and turnover on downs. I don't think he made it. Everyone's signaling BYU football. The spot hasn't been official yet. I don't think he got it. Oh, they're going to say he got it. Yeah. Whoa. The, the, the near line judge set his foot right at the 37 of wow. mind to gain. They're not oh. even going to look at it. So move the sticks, and they've already snapped it. Now comes the whistle. Got to look at it. Yeah, you got to look Prior at it. Prior to the snap, previous play is under further review. Yeah, li the live look was that he didn't get the line to gain, and all BYU players were signaling as such, and then suddenly he got the official signaling first down, and uh, I, I didn't see it that way. Well, he's got to get to the 37, and he did he not get, there. get no. to the 37. That so is if, if this review goes the way we think it will, that will basically end the game. That is not all the way, but with, two, with 2.42 to go, BYU would need a first down to make it official, but the time would not be remaining for Cincinnati to find two scores anyway. So BYU, if they get the favorable review on the video, will essentially put this one to bed here tonight as it gets late on a Friday night, 11.28 Mountain Time. The Cincy body clocks are at 1.30 in the morning right now. What a beefy effort by Blake Mangelson and Wall. You mean the mangler? The mangler came in. After review, the runner was short of the line to gain. It'll be first down for BYU at the 36 and a half yard line. The mangler, Time out on the field. The mangler came in and got his hand on, uh, on Kiner, and then Tanner Wall came in and put a shoulder on him, and then I think it was Ethan Slade that came in and cleaned the whole thing up. But you saw Kiner kind of turn his back and tried to push himself to that first down, and Slade and Wall did a really good job of cleaning him up. Tonight's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. So 2.42 to go on the game clock. And BYU will try and run this clock out here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Slovis in shotgun. They're in the pistol now. L.J. Martin takes the handoff. Ooh, undercut, or he had some room to run. And L oh, come on, L.J. Looked like he was hit hard at the knee, but he gets up, pops up. He'll be all right. BYU 35, Cincinnati 20. The Bearcats can stop the clock two Cincinnati more times. Cincinnati has called their second charge timeout of the second half. And now they can stop it one more time. Dang it. That snap over Slovis's head, that takes away from the running yards, right? Is that that that... Yeah, it's a it's a it's a backward pass. So yeah, because you were talking about the hundred yard rushing games. Yeah, they're down to seventy one now. <laughs> timeout, timeout on the field. We'll take our final break here in the fourth quarter. Two thirty six on the clock. It is BYU thirty five, Cincinnati twenty on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Big Twelve plays here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, when you download the Smiths app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales, personalized coupons on your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Download the Smiths app now and start saving big. BYU leading big, 35-20. With 2.36 to play here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU facing a second and 11 from the Cincy 37. The Bearcats can stop the clock one more time. BYU 
is 2.36 away from picking up its first ever Big 12 victory. Evening its Big 12 slate at 1-1 one and, one and going to 4-1 and one on the year. 4-1 and one before a bye week heading into October. And nobody better take this win for granted. Nobody. This is a very good Cincinnati team. This Cincinnati team is going to give some Big 12 teams some real fits. They pushed number 16 Oklahoma to the very brink. They had the game 6-10 to 10 with three minutes left in the third quarter. They pushed Oklahoma. Roberts, motion man, stretch handoff, LJ. Martin bounces off a pile and gets thrown down for a loss on the play. It'll go to third down and 11 if they don't make it third and 12, and that will likely prompt Cincinnati to call its final timeout, and that the Bearcats do. So Cincy now out of timeouts. They've called their third and final timeout. And you've got to imagine, Greg, at some point they're going to get their offensive issues in the red zone figured out. And they're going to start scoring some points. They're too good of an offense to only be able to go 20 to 20 and not be able to get into that end zone. It is bizarre watching this team play football. That first half, they had yardage galore, and they just can't find the end zone. Look, I give all the credit to BYU's defense. Please don't mistake what I'm trying to tell you. BYU's defense went out there and earned a bunch. But... This is a very common theme for Cincinnati. It's going to get figured out, and this is going to be a very good team in the Big 12. That's just my opinion based off of their personnel. 2.30 Two, to play, and BYU now facing a third and 12 at the Cincinnati 38. Stats intern Juice Woodson noting that uh, BYU, well, we'll get, we'll get this third down play out of the way first. Third and 12 at the 38. Slovis in the gun. Roberts motions to set up at wide right. And again, the play clock down to 10. Under 10 now as Keaton resets. Makes the call at the line. Backs up into the gun. Play clock at 4 and 3. The snap comes on 1. Time runs out. Did they call timeout? They did right before the time running out. So, Cooks take a timeout. They're second of 3. So, we'll stay right here with it. The other thing that happened in this second half, I got to give huge props to that offensive line in pass protection. Outside of the one, the one pressure that came where Keaton Slova sidestepped a, a blitzing and a crazed Dorian Jones and finds Chase Roberts deep. Outside of that pressure, I, I feel like this offensive line, along with the running back and the tight ends, if they've stayed connected, They've done a much better job in the second half of providing a pocket for Keaton Slovis to fr throw from. It's been almost 13 years since BYU won a conference game. November 20th, 2010, 40-7 against New Mexico, as noted by our stats intern Juice Woodson tonight. Under center goes Slovis. They give to Chase Roberts on jet sweep, and he'll be ridden down at the 36-37 yard line. Minimal gain, maybe a yard. And on a fourth and 11, the clock will run under two minutes. Let's see what the Cougars choose to do here. 37-yard line of Cincinnati. Fourth and 11 is the down set. Cougs will likely let this drop down to 145 and call their final timeout. Not that it will matter to the outcome. What do you do on this uh, next play here, Hans? Well, I really think that you punt it and pin them. Oh, sorry. The last time out BYU called was its last, so they'll take the delay here and 
if they're going to take the delay, they'll likely just bring out Rico for a yeah. punt and pin. Yeah, you just yeah. punt it and pin him and probably just keep yourself too deep and make sure nothing goes over the top of you. All right, so from the 42-yard line, fourth and 16 after the delay of game. And nothing's happening on the ref mic right now, but we know that's what happened. And so Rico's out for a punt. Braden Smith's out to return it. And BYU's looking to finish this deal on defense. One forty-four on the clock here in the fourth. BYU's up 35-20. Snap to Rico. He backspins it. And it'll get into the end zone for a touchback. First and 10 for Cincinnati at his 20-yard line. Just couldn't quite get that thing to stop up. It took a big jump forward. He did have the backspin on it. Just needed that thing to land flat. How about BYU at night? BYU will now go to 19-1 in its last 20 night games. That's absolutely crazy. Is that's, that is a, a bizarre number. Is that, is that a home number? No, that's an overall number, but they're 16-1 in their last 17 home night games, too. So, Well, there, there just must be something about it. I, I know that Kalani loves the evening games. He loves the late evening games. And, and his coaching staff, they get a kick out of it. 1.36 to go. Emory Jones shotgun with Corey Kiner. Kiner on the dump off underneath. Sprints for the sideline and is thrown out after a gain of five. Max Tooley is still playing every down like it's the first down. <laughs> he's, he's flying from the middle of the field and he's running out there like his hair's on fire to get to that route and force it out of bounds. Jones in the gun, second and five at the Cincy 25. The drop back, the pressure to the right, the throw underneath to Xavier Henderson makes the first down and steps out of bounds three yards beyond the line to gain to the 33-yard line. First and 10 for Cincinnati. The clock will stop at the under two minutes in the fourth quarter. So now the ball goes all the way to the other side of the field, and it becomes A.J. Vompachon's responsibility to usher the ball carrier out of bounds, and he's over there running like it's the first play of the game and everything depends on it. I, I love the hustle that these guys are finishing off with. 35-20 Cougars. 1.23 to play. A step up and a dump off by Emery Jones. Xavier Henderson steps out after a gain of five. One fifteen on the clock. Hey, right there, it was Harrison Taggart going out of bounds with that ball carrier. And I just want to say Harrison Taggart is going to finish second in tackles in this game. That'll probably give him his 10th tackle in the game. And Harrison, a boy. Way to show up on the scene and do some big things. You've had a fantastic game. I'm proud of you. Second and five, a minute and change to play. Jones throws the ball far sideline to Braden Smith, makes the catch and steps out at the 49 of BYU. 108 to play, 35-20. Cincinnati is going to outgain BYU by probably something close to 150 yards tonight and maybe lose the game by two scores. So right now, BYU's putting... Four down on the line. They're going to bring BYU a blitz here as Jones has room to the right and room to run for a first down and more. 
and he'll be forced out at the 30-yard line. BYU brought five. Michael Daly was actually sitting there, not in a spy technique. He was just in a zone off that backer spot, and Michael Daly had to converge on Emory Jones to get him down. One minute exactly remaining. And since he's doing here to end the fourth quarter, what BYU did to end the second quarter in a much more meaningful situation. 29-yard line of BYU. First down and 10. Cooks up 15. Emory Jones throws left flat. Kiner makes the catch. A stiff arm and out at the sideline after a gain of four. Eddie Heckard on the force out along with Jacob Robinson. Clock will stop at 53 seconds. Does Cincinnati still have all three of their timeouts? And they're down to... I think they've, they've used all three. Okay, so they're empty on their timeouts. Yeah. Okay. Both teams have used all three. Jones shotgun, second down, six at the BYU 25. Three receiving options to the right, one left. Jones will look left. Now flushed out to the right, a flag will fly in the Cincinnati backfield, and Jones will be tripped up after a minimal gain running between the hash marks, and he's helped to his feet. The Mangler's going to draw a holding call. Blake Mangelson gets himself into a Holding rush. number 56. Offense, 10-yard penalty. Still second down. Penalty number seven. Hey. Just four against BYU tonight. You know what I love about this? Mangelson gets held, pulled down to the ground. Then he gets back up. Still makes the play. <laughs> he's actually. <laughs> the guy that makes the play at the end. Right? Tell you what, he's got a hemi. He's got a hemi motor that he's running on. It doesn't stop until that clock says 0-0. Zero, zero. Right now it says 0.44. Emory Jones on a second and 16. Throws in the left flat to the release valve, Miles Montgomery. And they say he was forced out. The clock will stop at 34 seconds, setting up a third down and long. BYU doing a good job of corralling them, just keeping them in front, not letting anything big. They're just trying to bite chunks off, but now you're down to 34 seconds, and these chunks aren't working third and long. Third down and 12. With 34 to play. BYU's up 35-20. This game three hours and 20 minutes old. Play action. Lobbing for the end zone. Jump ball. Touchdown. Braden Smith comes down with it. Just when I said you don't let anything over the top, it, it, you, you had coverage. You're running press. You've got two over the top, and you're able to drop that ball right in the basket. That's a good job of going up and getting, using your height and your athleticism to bring that ball down. So there'll be a PAT try and an onside kick. So still a little bit of work left for BYU, more than they would like to have done. Coverage is there. Ethan Slade was right there in that coverage. He, he should have been able to kind of dislodge that ball. BYU's missed 43-yard field goals, keeping this a football game. PAT by Carter Brown is good, and 35 to 27 with 26 seconds remaining. It comes down to BYU record, recovering an onside kick. If they do it, the game is over. That was an 80-yard, eight-play, one-minute-and-ten-second drive, ending in a 31-yard touchdown to Braden Smith. Cincinnati is two yards shy of 500 on the night, and BYU's not to 300. And their season average to this point? 488, 488 yeah. yards. So it's an average game. night. 
It's an average night, and they're scoring 31 points a game. They scored 27 tonight. It's kind of a this what is they a do. Cincinnati game. It's what they do. It's just they don't typically allow this many points. That's yeah. What's really impressive with the BYU offensive numbers don't show it. And I, I know seven points came off of a pick six, and then another seven points came off of an 11-yard field that BYU closed in on, but uh, off the, the muffed punt. Now, Hans, this is the first onside kick BYU will have seen this season, right? Yep. All right, so uh, Coach Papinga and all the work they do in this scenario, it's now time to win a football game with it. Since he will onside kick it from the far hash, the right hash for Rory Bell. He's got a two-yard run-up. It'll take a hop, and who else? Chase Roberts. Some of the best hands on the team makes the catch off the hop of the onside kick, and that will do it. BYU wins it by a final score of 35-27. to 27. One knee, and this game will be over. Growing up in the country, we used to have to buy these fly traps because we had ranches all around us, and you'd pull these fly traps down. You'd hook them to the ceiling and pull them down. The sticky strip. Yeah, the sticky strip. Right. And the flies would fly up, and they'd stick to it. That's what that football looked like to Chase Roberts' hands right there. It's the, the fly sticky tape. Keaton Slovis under center for one knee. And there it is. BYU wins it by a final score of 35-27. to 27. BYU, in its first Big 12 home game, has its first Big 12 win and goes to 4-1 and one through 5. Post-game coverage begins after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so BYU wins it by a final score of 35-27. BYU gains 295 yards to Cincinnati's 498. BYU 225 through the air, 70 on the ground. Cincy 256 through the air, 242 on the ground. That's their trademark balance. Cincy nine more first downs than BYU, 26-17. 31 more plays than BYU, 84-53. More yards per play than BYU, 5.9 to 5.6. 10 more minutes of possession time than BYU, but a minus two in the margin for the Bearcats contributing to their loss in Provo tonight. BYU does win it by a final score of 35-27, and BYU's consecutive quarter scoring streak is now 17 quarters and counting. Keaton Slovis, 13 for 24, 223, two touchdowns, no picks. Pass efficiency, 159.7. That'll do. L.J. Martin, 16 for 48 and two scores on the ground. Chase Roberts, 6 for a career-high 131 and a score through the air. Numbers of note for BYU, which has now won its last four games, went under 300 yards of total offense. Go figure. Hands, big win for BYU. This is a huge win for BYU, and I'm just, I'm just, now I've got to, Get $50 out of my wallet and go extend Kalani. So I'm not really excited ab- about that, but I said in the pregame, if Kalani could pull this thing out, I'd go extend it myself because this is a really good Cincinnati team. Okay, so l- let me just rank it. I'm going to give Arkansas the edge only because it was SEC country and it was on the road. I actually think that Cincinnati is a more complete team. Now, if Arkansas would have had Rocket Sanders out there, then maybe i give it all to Arkansas and say it was the better team. But they were without their big gun at the running back position. Cincinnati was fully loaded. And this is a really good team across the board. I love their defense. You know, with Eric Phillips and Juwan Briggs and Daniel Greshik and Don Corleone, the godfather, this is as good a defensive front as they're going to see in the Big 12. 
So it was a big challenge. They were able to really slow down the, the defense. And even though we saw multiple pressures and hits on Keaton Slovis in the first half, a big old goose egg for this Cincinnati defensive line in the sack category. Not a single sack given um, up on Keaton Slovis. We'll have post-game interviews and post-game honorees as we begin Big O Tires Cougar post-game live after this. Final score from Provo, 35-27. Cougs over the Bearcats on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.